Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. That's the first thing we used to do. We used to start off every practice in the morning. You know, with hitting the seven-man sled, that's the first thing they do. So that would get rid of all hangovers. When you're a player and you have to drive that thing, it's 110 degrees out, it's tough. When you're a coach and you're just standing out here, you can ride this thing all day. It's John Madden on Hard Knocks. Old school. I thought it was Caliendo. (laughs) Like, boom! Boom, boom, boom. I had no one, man. I didn't know John Madden even speaks anymore. Oklahoma Raiders wide receiver, Oakland, Oklahoma Raiders, Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown's feet that appear blistered may actually have been frostbitten due to his not wearing proper footwear while undergoing cryotherapy treatments. Brown's stat is still day-to-day with the Raiders with those nasty oh, feet. Oh, for cryo out loud. Just keep them coming. Tom Brady and his wife Giselle will place their home in Brookline, Massachusetts on the market for... $39.5 million. Hmm. So you're telling me Brady's kids and myself, we both have the same privilege the way we grew up? Nope. Okay, because of our skin color. Okay, I got that. All right. I've... Yeah, you got one or two over here, but then you got $39.5 million over here that aren't the same. <laughs> the couple's next closest property is in Armenia, New York, which is three hours from Gillette Stadium. People are wondering, uh-oh, uh-oh. But reportedly, they've been looking at new properties. Well, the mansions that I've had, after a while, you get old. You get, they just get tired, and you just want something new. Greenwich, Connecticut, and Alpine, New Jersey. Potential new homes for them. People are taking this as a sign. He's going to play this year, and then he's going to retire? He's going to move away from Massachusetts? Well, that's New York suburbs, both of those. Yep. So, is he going to play for the Jets or Giants? Tom Brady, Jets quarterback. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so either. But everybody's trying to figure it out. Ezekiel Elliott's representatives informed the franchise that Elliott will not play this season unless he gets a new deal. ESPN's Josina Anderson says his holdout not expected to continue in the regular season based on the belief that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones wants to get a new deal done before the regular season starts. So Jerry's going to cave? All right. Keep our eye on that. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So practice has started, and here come the injuries. Missouri's got a transfer quarterback from Clemson, Kelly Bryant. And they got a top-rated tight end whose name I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Albert Okwabonham. That's good as well. I would have done. So they both got injured and got carted off the practice field. Bryant has a hamstring strain. Some kind of knee injury for the tight end. So there you go. Missouri, huh? Yep. Okay. That's good. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. He just deserves it. I mean, he's you know, he's been the heart and soul of our team for, for the last five years and uh, one of one of the key reasons why we've we've got three championships. So I was thrilled to to see Draymond rewarded. 
Steve Kerr right there. Warriors head coach. Of course, earlier this season, we saw the, the clip you could lip read. So tired of Draymond's bleep. He was a little frustrated. Now he's happy he's rewarded, but in the heat of the moment, he was, he was pretty fired up. Okay. Well, I don't know that those are necessarily inconsistent. I think that he is the heart and soul of that team. And they wouldn't be nearly as good without him. He does uh, something of everything, basically. You know, and you got to put up. You, you have to put up with it because he's good. Any player where you stand up and a coach says, I'm tired of your bull bleep or whatever he said, automatically, I know he's good. Because if he wasn't, you got, wouldn't be tired of it because he'd be gone. If he's guy 13, he'd be out of here. And he wouldn't be giving you crap to begin with. He only does it because he can do it. And you put up with it because he's really good. It's a trite story. That's the way that goes. But he deserves as much money as the everybody else in that way. Adonis Haslam signs for a 17th year. He'll play for the Miami Heat on a veteran's minimum contract. He's 39 years old. He's getting into Stockton loan territory there, PK. 17 years with the same club. A massive run. Sixers guard Ben Simmons posted on social media that he felt singled out when asked to produce identification when entering a Melbourne casino along with two friends who were also black while a friend who was white was not asked to do the same. He took down the post when it started making news and after the casino issued a statement saying that security staff routinely checks IDs of anyone who appears younger than 25. So the white guy didn't? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe he looked really old. Maybe he was really old. See, that's what I call unprivilege. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's very much legitimate. I mean, obviously I'm getting politicals here, so um, this is something that I would do. Uh, but yeah, I have an, a little bit of an argument. The, the white privilege means everybody has the same privilege. You're putting everybody on the same plateau, which I don't think is true. But I most definitely think that minorities are subject to what I would call unprivilege. So is that really a word? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Non-privilege. But I get what you're getting. That's not the point. I get what you're getting at. The fact is, four people walking in there, and three of them got treated one way, and one got treated another. So it's most definitely out there. Yeah, but you you were all privilege is not the same. People, when they use privilege in this sense, are talking about the instant reaction you get when somebody sees the color of your skin, and you hear privilege and think about the financial impact. And that's why you brought up Brady's kids, you know, $39.5 million mansions. Because yeah, money kind of matters. <laughs> that's what I've heard. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah men's basketball program has been placed for proba- on probation for two years by the NCA for impermissible recruiting activities during a seven-day period in April of 2018. The university self-imposed a $5,000 fine and recruiting restrictions. Associate head coach Tommy Connor was given a one-year show cause order, and he'll serve a one-week. He served a one-week suspension last November, while also being prohibited from off-campus recruiting last month. Well, then Craigthor was reporting that he was. It was understood. I didn't know it was in writing, but you know, I'd heard a long time ago that he was coaching, waiting. And he certainly knows a ton of basketball. I mean, I've been around that guy for a long time, and and he knows a lot. He probably knows as much as anybody I know. Uh, And so then Kurt was saying that uh, they reneged on that coach and waiting thing. As part of this? Yeah. 
Which I always thought was once the athletic director changed, that changes too. We've seen that many times over. Yep. The coaching waiting thing, I get why people do it, but it rarely works out. It's more of, you know, who, who gave you that? Is that person, that administration still there? And then what's the state of the program? Kyle Winningham didn't and, get the head coaching right. job when they fired Ron McBride, but he got the coaching job when they lost Urban Meyer to Florida because the program was just rolling and you want to keep it going. But he, I don't know that he was – maybe he was more prepared uh, two years later because it was – obviously Urban was only here two years. And so he, he didn't get the job because it wasn't in as good a position two years prior. But then two years later – what, uh, what, 22 and 2, whatever it was? Yep. And so he, he was the overwhelming choice. Program's in a better place. You're winning. Yeah. You look to continue the magic you have. So I wonder, at some point, they're going to make a change. I mean, Larry's not going to coach here forever. Uh, what's the state of the program going to be when that change is made? If it's in a great spot. Then Tommy's in a great spot. Yeah. If it's in a bad spot, then everybody on the staff is in a bad spot. Right. That tends to be the way it works. Not always, because Bronco was promoted, but they have a different thing there that they needed uh, a Latter-day Saint as the coach. Uh, you know, that program was in its worst spot in 40 years, and Bronco was on the staff. He got the job and then did marvelous work. So it doesn't necessarily have to be. But I think that with BYU, there was a little bit of a, or maybe a lot of uh, extenuating circumstances that you don't would not have for Utah basketball or 99.9% of the programs. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The pitch. In the dirt, it's a wild pitch. Here comes Kiermaier home. The Rays have won it. Kevin Kiermaier running across home plate as the winning run on a wild pitch that got right through the legs of Danny Jansen just in the moment that it looked like the Blue Jays might wiggle off what seemed like an impossible hook. And the Rays are gifted the winning run in the bottom of the 10th inning, and they beat the Blue Jays 7-6. to six. The walk-off wild pitch in the 10th right there. Big win for uh, Tampa Bay. They are nine games behind the Yankees in the East, so that seems like a bit of a lost cause right there. But they are right in the thick of a very tight wild card race. Right now they are a half game in front of Oakland in the race for the last wild card in the American League. The second of the two. So big win for Tampa Bay. Just gigantic, man. They were partying in the streets. For the Angels... Uh, familiar story, Mike Trout is awesome. Home run number 38, RBI number 89, leading the big leagues in homers. And yet his Angels lose 8-4, to four, and they're three games under 500 and nowhere near the wild card. And today he's 28 years old. Right in his prime and crushing it. Today he is his 28th birthday. Another Jersey kid from one Jersey kid to another. <laughs> I tip my hat to you, Mikey Trout. Battle of division leaders, interleague play. The Braves beat the Twins 12-7. Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna Jr. Homering for That's Atlanta. Acuna. Acuna. That's some the authenticity tilde. to your The tilde over the words. end. Acuna. Now this guy, when I worked at Daily Breeze, there was this pitcher. He was for the Dodgers. And he kept calling him German. And finally said, somebody said, Wiley, it's Herman. 
Would you pronounce it right and quit calling him German? <laughs> so Houston makes the big trade to get Zach Greinke and put another ace in that rotation and load it up. He didn't really look like an ace, but the way they were mashing the ball, it didn't really matter. Houston beats Colorado 11-6. And the Astros, nine games up in the American League West, just, just cruising. When you get that kind of support, you don't, you don't really have to be awesome. Yeah, they're tied with the Yankees for 74 wins. And that game was in Houston, by the way, so it's not it like was. we went to Colorado. No, no I watch it. I altitude. watch I watch it. I, you know, I was flicking around. I saw the A's light up Johnny Lester. Eight runs in the second. I watched uh, Colorado, and I flicked over. watched my Diamondbacks. Got back to the baseball network. Watched Clayton Kershaw go seven Sterling innings. Dodgers beat the Cardinals three to one. Kershaw's now eleven and two. Yeah, and he's kind of reinvented himself a little bit on the fly. He doesn't throw as hard. He's hitting about 91-92 before he was about 94-95, but he's still got the devastating hooker, which can cause you to swing and miss her. And don't forget my Mets, man. Your Mets thirteen. They rolling. Back from the dead. Yeah, game and a half out of that second wild card. So you're saying there's a chance. It's currently occupied by the Philadelphia Phillies, my team. Nationals, Phillies, Cards, Mets, and Brewers. Diamondbacks at 500. You giving them a shot? Since that's only to three and a half. No, to, to get a wild card. They're only three and a half games behind the Nationals. Only two and a half behind the Phillies. No, they're a 500 team. Oh, they are. Which is why that trade was great that they made. If they're a 500 team with Zach Rinke, they're a 500 team without him. So you might as well save the 50-some million dollars. Save the money, get some uh, young talent, and keep going. Yeah, even if you got nothing, you still save $50 million that you can use probably some uh, other areas because baseball is a numbers game, not just one or two guys, as basketball can be. DJ and PK, there is what is trending. Headlines are brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network's football analyst, will join us at 8 o'clock. He was in Utah yesterday, had some stuff up on social media. You saw some positive stuff about the youths from Yogi couple things I wanted to comment on that, and he'll be joining us in an hour, a little less than. But yeah, he was up there yesterday. Closed practices, not for the Oakster. <laughs> there you go, yo. Come on in. You got the keys. But man, he's just, he couldn't be more positive. So you have opposites attract. Yogi and I should be great friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk, uh, talk with Yogi at 8 o'clock. Riley Jensen making his season debut. That's at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.